Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Morning, sunshine. Rick Friday. Morning, amigo, Sirius XM 145. You got it. Slam Radio. Que rigo. Coming at you in a few more hours till 11 o'clock. My ride or die. I guess if I were Batman, you'd be Robin. Is that correct? I think that's how it would work. But I'm not Batman. No. Yes, you are. Not really. No, that's not, not who I am. You're Batman. I'm not Batman. You're Batman. No. To think I have another personality than I do. When you talk that way, Batman... Batman's a hero. I'm just a working man. Providing for my family. Well, I don't know if Batman's necessarily a hero. He's more of a vigilante. People don't look at him as a hero. He's a hero, like Joe Kelly's a hero. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if that board allows you to do two sounds at once. It does, right? Yeah, buddy. You like the yeah, buddy. I like the... (laughs) Get it out of the way early. I don't know. I get sad sometimes. I think about the state of the affairs of my game, the national pastime. And I see this, this... What has Joe Kelly ever done to him this disrespect? He's simply sticking up for the common man. He didn't whack nobody. So he stuck out his bottom line. Maybe uh, the Korea guy deserved it. Maybe he's a baby. I don't know. He is a baby. He's a freaking baby, that guy. Clown. I'm done railing on him today. Next week might be a different story. I think he's Pedro Galadra no muere. No muerde. That's, uh, that's good. I think that's exactly what he is. Yeah, well, I'll tell you quien ladro anoche. And that's the Los Angeles Lakers. Two amazing games in the NBA to continue the season. What happened to New Orleans, bro? They were riding. They were cruising along in the first half. They were play- making great plays. Zion was playing out of his mind. Looked like there was no chance whatsoever for the Utah Jazz. So, again, you're asking me what happened to New Orleans? I'm going to tell you what happened to New Orleans. New Orleans happened to New Orleans. Inexperience? Yeah, they're inexperienced. That's exactly what I told myself when it happened. And they, they got to a point in that game where the reality was they needed to do two or three things in the, in the, in the closing minutes to win that game, and they did not. Um, I'm sorry. I don't like Brandon Ingram. That Maybe that's just me. Um... I don't think Zion playing 15 minutes is the solution. Do you understand what I'm no, saying? No, 100%. I think they should have given him more minutes. They, he looked great when he was on the floor. Yeah, six of eight, scored 13 points. Making great plays. He made a nice behind-the-back play, uh, behind play. Took a nice alley-oop from uh, Lonzo Ball. So we continue with the, with the mystery of Lonzo Ball. I guess in this league, as long as you can pass the ball, you're good. He's a good passer. He's not a good, short, uh, he's not a good scorer. He, he can't shoot. He looks very awkward shooting. He's, uh, and he knows it because he's gone through. He went the entire offseason trying to come up with a new approach and a new release. He's, he's, he's a good floor manager is what, exactly what you need. Well, that, all that work on a new release led him a 2-for-13 performance last night. Four points. Six boards, seven assists. I get it. I understand. He had a couple of steals and three turnovers, by the way. Like, by the way he plays, he's shooting the ball way too much. Drew Holiday is fun to watch, and he played really well. Um, remember, I'm watching this, and I'm building stuff. 
building furniture and stuff. Um, but Holiday had an excellent performance, 20 points, five boards, four assists. But the Pelicans, you know, when, when it got down and dirty, it um, unfortunately for them, um, they weren't able to, to pull the trigger. I'm, at one point late in that game, I'm trying to see if I remember, um, gosh, I'm thinking there was just a few minutes left in the game, Frank. Um, like, New Orleans had been winning the whole game. They had been dominating. I mean, at one point, I guess they were up by about 8 or 10. They were about 10, yeah. Right? Um, but even if you go late into that game, you get to 96-89 with six, uh, six and a half to play. That's still, but, but even still, right, when you have half of a quarter, you've got to close out, and you're at that point where 96-89, and you've got to play, what's, I guess the only way to say it is you've, you've got to play lights-out basketball, right? Mm -hmm. At the seven-minute mark, they made it a seven-point game. Etwan Moore hit a 23-foot three-pointer. It says here on the box score. I like to do this. Um, so how, you know, how do they outscore you by nine in the final six minutes? How does that happen? They outscored by 10 in the entire quarter, by nine in the, the second half, in the final moments of the game where you need to be clutch, where you need to be better. There's a reason why New Orleans is 28-37. Right. Schedule whoever the hell they want for them. They're not going to go to the playoffs. They can't close out this game. And Utah, Utah's a much better team, and that's what happened late in that game. Utah happened. Gobert doesn't miss. You know, Gobert doesn't usually make a lot of free throws. Am I right with that? But he drained two late in the game. Correct. How how ironic, by the way. He's the one that scores the first basket coming back from the from this pandemic. You had a feeling that would happen, right? But the two free throws. I mean, he's not very good at the free throw strike, from what I understand. I'm sure if you were to collect stats, how many times? Um, you know, two shot free throw, two shot foul free throw opportunities for him. Has he made both of them? And based on his percentage, I'd be willing to tell you probably 35 or 40 percent of the time. He doesn't usually make both, which is rare. You have to be pretty bad at it to, to more likely than not miss one. Think about it. But that's how that game went. I'm just, I think New Orleans has to tweak. Like, you, to me, maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but I'm New Orleans. I'd rather have a guy like George Hill than Lonzo Ball. You see my point? Like, I don't, Lonzo's not, George Hill gets you out of a mess and hits some threes, you know? Right, you know that you can count and on And he knows how to pass, and he plays um, defense, and I know he's older, but this Lonzo Ball guy, it's two teams now, and it's the same nonsense all the time. It's all hype with him, man. I don't know how he got picked where he got picked. Like, it's all Because hype. his dad has a big mouth. That's it. It's all hype. They're a good hype, man. And people were willing to listen to that big mouth. The kid that's in high school, I think, is a better ball player than him. Which one of those? There's one guy that's ridiculous. I think he's still like in 10th or 11th grade. That's the one I'm talking about. What's that kid's I, name? Oh, my God. It keeps showing me highlight films on him. Why is this all of a sudden doing this? Yeah, I'm not trying to do Return of the Mac. Sorry about that. Apologize to my listeners. Um, and then the nightcap. The nightcap was good. Lamelo. Oh, you mean LaMelo ball? No, I'm talking about there's this... Oh, it's wait, I'm saying there's some 11th grader not not related oh. to the balls. Oh, no, don't. No, I'm just the, talking random good basketball. The high school ball, LaMelo ball, is, is he, looks like he's, he looks like he's the best ball. That usually happens. He got pounded on by his older brothers for most of his life. Boy, the Clippers, you know, 
if you don't have anything but two stars, it gets hard to win. Um, and based on what I'm seeing with the Clippers, forget about Beverly playing a role. Get Beverly ass, get his ass in the game at this point. Because you, you, I mean, Clippers, they play a good one. They lose. But they weren't, how do I say, Jeff Green is on this team, Frank. I want you to think about that for a second. Do you know Jeff Green? No, I'm sorry. It's Jermichael Green. I'm sorry. I was going to make fun of him. That's why it didn't look right. Uh, did you see him, Jermichael, by the way, get into – he didn't get into a fight, but him and, and uh, Anthony Davis, late in that game, there was a disputed call. And Jermichael, he thought he was right, and Anthony thought he was right, and they did the, re the replay and upheld the call, and Jermichael was kind of goofing off with Anthony Davis. That was funny. <laughs> to cover up the fact that you thought this guy was Jeff Green. Right. I thought I thought it was cool that like uh, other NBA players were there watching the game. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but the, I think the virtual fans were a little distracting. I don't mind any of it. Oh, man. so which one would you rather have, the cardboard cutouts or the virtual fans? I think the cardboard cutouts lend to more personality of what's going on. True. Six in one hand, I, half a dozen. Aren't they on Zoom, though, watching the game or something? That's the thing. It's not like they're like in that angle watching the game. They're just normal spread out. So if you kind of watch it, you see a lot of people kind of just waving at it just because they want to get the attention of the cameras to show that they're on TV. So it's not necessarily of like them watching the game. So I, I like the attempt of it. It's a good idea in theory, but I think it's a little distracting. I think TNT did a good job, though, of like kind of showing like maybe under. So all you really saw was like the first row or something like that. Did you see who was among those fans, though? No, I didn't. Chris Bosh was one of those fans. Look at that guy. What's he doing there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that means he's in the bubble. No, he was a virtual fan. Oh, he was a virtual fan. He was a virtual fan. <laughs> so he gets to watch the game and then he comes up on this board, right? Right. So they're doing something with Microsoft Teams and you go ahead and you look for it. I was trying to find the link. I couldn't find it. Maybe it was through the team site. Wait, I was wait, like, wait, wait. Shout out to Microsoft for trying to counter the Zoom boom. Yeah. <laughs> teams is actually pretty darn good. Right. But Yahoo's doing something cool. They have a select amount of games. And they're doing a virtual reality thing. So if you have a virtual reality system set up at your house or whatever, maybe like one of those phones, those galaxies with the, with the goggles, then you can actually watch the game virtual reality. So it's like kind of like cool. you're sitting uh, courtside. There's a few Heat games in that lineup. So I'm going to go ahead and look into that since I have that PlayStation virtual reality thing. I'm sorry, what? You have that thing, Frank? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You put those things on, man, and it looks like there's like a 60-foot television in front of you. In uh, fact, can when I, can I play, I I play non-virtual reality games with those boy. goggles on. You are a kook. Uh, why am I a kook? Okay, so if I ask you to pull out your passport, yes, you would probably tell me which one of the three, because you've been everywhere. You're a world traveler. Well, I have two. <laughs> I don't have one. And I've been around longer than you, and you have too. How do you not have a passport? Because I don't have anywhere to go outside of this country, thank you. Cruise or anything? Like I have money. no, I mean. Well, then fair enough. You it's going to happen pretty soon because I've already been getting the pressure. Well, you don't need a passport to go to the Bahamas. Uh, nah. The only place I've traveled anywhere that's outside of what is America. To officially say I'm in another country, the only time I went was Bermuda. I was there two days, and I got deathly ill. Would you go see the swimming pigs? No, I went to go see my niece have her confirmation, mm. and it didn't work out very well. But how'd you get there? Airplane or boat? Airplane. So, but you needed a passport. Not back then, I didn't. Oh no. Yeah, this is. Remember, uh, on my way there, I stopped in New York, and that's the picture you see me in front of the twin towers. Those babies were still up, so 
at that time, you could go into Bermuda simply with your ID. I believe I had to bring like a birth certificate or something. What flight did you take? The Wright brothers? No, there's flights. I mean, there's direct flights and kind of some pretty big carriers. I think Amer. I don't know. I think American flies into Bermuda. Or you missed the old man joke, bro. I did. That's because I'm a young dude. <laughs> no, if you missed it for me, I'm not giving it to you. That's not how this works. Yeah, well, that was deserved. Lakers beat the Clippers 103-101. I saw most of that game. Uh, LeBron played like garbage. Garbage. And when LeBron plays like garbage, he flirts around with triple doubles. That's what I love <laughs> about that guy. He had a massive dunk. Nice dunk. So the I like that the LeBron dunks are back. Actually, you know what? Overall, I like the fact that now you open Bleacher Report. You open ESPN, and when you're flying through it, there are actual highlights happening. So it's like that the app cool. is alive again. May I say that I have a weird feeling that next year, the, the, the timing's off. Had all of this happened before the All-Star, and you were conducting some sort of All-Star, this was a, during the time where they would have had a dunk contest? I don't know why I have a feeling that LeBron would have shut your mouth and gone and done it. The dunk contest? Yeah, I got a feeling that, that LeBron's got a dunk contest in him. They had the All-Star game. It's already passed. I'm but saying had it been a little later and then it had been interrupted prior, like if we were looking at, okay, when's the dunk contest in all of this, I'd be, I'd be happy to tell you that because he likes to set a good impression to the world, he would have done it. Well, the dunk contest would have never happened because if there, was, if there was skirmishing to try to get the sixth or they whatever. Not, they would have canceled it this year anyway. Exactly. Correct. So the, the only question why is, the All-Star game happened was because it happened when it happened. The question is, would, would there be an opportunity for LeBron next year to feel out of the goodness of his heart to do it? No, because it's not about him not being able to do it. It's about his ego getting in the way and worrying about his failures. And if he doesn't win for whatever reason, then he's not. He, it's like if his, rep, if his rep takes a hit. LeBron's not a creative dunker. LeBron's a power dunker. LeBron yeah. doesn't win in those competitions. You put a Zach Levine, you put one of these guys that is super creative when there's dunks, you're going to beat LeBron in creativity. You know what it is to be up? By 13, was that, were they up by 13 at one point? No, they were up by well, 10, 11. I'm they were sorry. up by 11. They were up by 11 at one point with about eight minutes to go. And they almost blew that. Mm -hmm. I, there's a different, two tales of two different games, right? One lead blown, the other one not as blown. And when they had to set up, and I'm telling you, it got, it got testy at the end. Well, the Lakers was, had to go on a 12-0 run in the fourth. Uh, well, the Lakers went on a 12 when they went on a 12-0 run is when they had that, you know, they had that 11-point lead. My point is, after that, they almost blew it. Right. Clippers tie this baby up, well, I guess, less than a minute, though. Like 14 sec uh, 28 seconds when George hits a three-pointer. And LeBron got lucky. Missed a 15-foot runner, picks the rebound up, puts a tip in, then goes and plays good defense. Lakers 103, Clippers 101. When we come back, is it wrong? Do not start pressing no. Is it wrong? to put politics to a side and enjoy the words of an ex-president and not think that it has to come with some sort of ulterior motive. I'm curious. That guy can't run for president anymore. So he's not campaigning. He's just doing what he does best. He is a master orator, something that 45's not. Love the way the man speaks. So... Can we put politics aside for a minute and enjoy that speech the same way there were many people who enjoyed George Bush's speech? And all of a sudden, now reflectively, George Bush is this open-minded guy because you know he's not the champion of what John Lewis's cause ever was. And look at all the reverence and respect as an ex-president he spoke. 
In fact, as much as we ever made fun of George Bush, W, because he used to speak like a Texan, whatever, it was borderline eloquent. I want to know your thoughts on, uh, on 45's speech during the, oh, wait, he didn't go. Yeah. So we can't, I don't want to hear the criticisms. They started peeking their way back into my social media when it says no politics allowed. You have that written on your bio? Yeah, I do, on both of them. <laughs> Actually, I don't on my Twitter because there's no room. Okay. But no, please, no politics. Funny, man. Yeah. I'm thinking of pinning a, a tweet with a GIF. My camera's aren't on, right? No. Someone went like this and say, no politics, please, in big letters. And it's pinned. So that way it's the first thing you see. No, no, I can't fit it in my bio. Shouldn't it? You should. Because shouldn't it be Twitter that's the place that you would write that over Instagram or anything else? Because Perhaps. that's the place that's the most chatter between back and forth. Perhaps. Like everybody, you go to Instagram to post pictures. Twitter, you go to post rants. Rants. I like rants. You just never know when you're going to find one on the show. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuela Pola, too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuela Pola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Slam Radio is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Slam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Slam Radio and everybody a part of Slam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous Wake Up Show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
You know, Frank, I missed yesterday being National Cheesecake Day. I missed it. Cheesecake is yummy. You like cheesecake that much, huh? it enough i, don't I can't like have it all the time and i don't like i don't look to have it twice a week or anything it's a special occasion type of thing but absolutely and i actually like i don't like just the dry cheesecake i like it with either the strawberry glaze uh with strawberries that usually works now when they overdo these strawberries and they put these strawberries that look like like apples then you lose me i know they're tasty to a certain degree but uh, just keep it small or slices even. If you slice it and put it on top, it's even better. Well, that's crazy. I was going to tell you the exact opposite. Like, I hate when they put all those strawberries and raspberries and all those fruits. I, I, I'm not nuts about it, but if you're going to do one, do the strawberry glaze. I don't like anything overly saturated. So you put the strawberry glaze enough to enjoy both sides of its texture as well as, you know, the glaze mm. as an accent. And then instead of putting these big chunk things, you slice, thin slice your strawberries you're going to use less strawberries. You're going to eat less strawberries, but you put them around however you want. And then as you're eating, you have slices of these strawberries. And they're not overwhelming and I'm chomping into an apple-like strawberry. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. Like, even like pancakes. I don't like no strawberries or anything on my pancakes. So you know what else I'm going to do? Yeah, I don't like it either. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start drinking water more often. Okay. But infused with pineapple. Did you know that? Pineapple and mint, actually. Okay, interesting. Why are you going This is angle? supposedly very good. Why are you going this angle? Like, you're, this is your newest, latest uh, diet phase? That it's you're not a go diet phase. I don't do diet phases. I've changed how I eat, although the last couple of months I've gotten sloppy. I tightened up for a couple of weeks and then just gotten sloppy, and the back pain has got me all over the place. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to focus. I'll be fine. But this is very good for hydration. It's very good for uh, toxins and getting rid of toxins. It's a good thing. So pineapple and mint is what you're saying? Yeah. You have one of those water bottles with like... Well, you have one too. It's those ice shakers. Uh, I put it in the ice shaker. I'm telling you. I put it in the ice shaker, fill up the water, <laughs> let it sit, and as you sip it, it infuses. Uh, it works out very well. And obviously, you put some in the body, like in the in the cup as well. Well, it'll go through because it's not necessarily like a cage like that. So it'll go through that little... It will. It will. More the mint than the pineapple, if anything. All right. I got you. So that's what I'm going to start doing. Fair enough. I want to see how long this lasts. You don't think it's going to last for Not long. Time. Not long at all. Okay. I think I think it's not going to just last. I think it's going to be a part of, uh, of my daily routine. I'm, when I get to something, I don't stop a routine. I'm no. going to motivate you. I'm going to tell you. I'm like, hey, where's your, did you get your water bottle? You I'm going to have to bring it up. Bottle? Yeah, I'm going to start bringing it. I'm going to start bringing it. Let's see you. I'm going to walk into your office. You're going to be slicing pineapples. Well, I think I'm going to take care of all this <laughs> prior to getting here. Just saying. Don't, 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 let, don't let me get this image out of my head. I'm, imagine you walking in with an apron on, chef hat, with your knife, and start cutting pineapples. Like, hey, like you want that, a piece huh? of pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> You know what else went down yesterday? What went down yesterday? A little Major League Baseball action. We've almost forgotten about it. Yeah, I knew this was going to happen, though. Like, NBA's going to come back. And there was only two games to talk about. You imagine? Wait till the, all the games start playing. Like, today, Monday. Monday, we're not going to be talking baseball. Are you out of your mind? We're going to be talking basketball. That's what we're going to talk about. talking Especially baseball. It's my radio show. I know we're going to talk baseball, but I'm going to tell you, baseball's going to take a back seat. Well. Hockey starts Saturday. Hockey? Hockey. Panthers actually play Saturday. actually up hockey right now. Why not? NHL. We're you're, back. You're actually seriously bringing up hockey to me. We're back. NHL's back. You're back. Sports are back. We're, I, I got it. I understand. 
but I'm going to ask again, what the hell do you mean by that? Push for the playoffs. Panthers Islanders. Okay. Panthers Islanders. You excited? A little bit. I'm a, I think the Hawks are going to make a better push, but I'm excited for the Panthers the opportunity to get them into the playoffs and make a push. You know what I'm excited about? Wow. Recapping scores from last night's action in Major League Baseball. World champion Nationals over the Blue Jays, 6-4. to four. Michael Taylor with his second home run in that one. First win of the season for Harper. Nats now 3-4. and four. Yanks move to 4-1 and one with an 8-6 victory over the O's. Aaron Judge hits a three-run blast in the ninth inning. Yanks blew a five-run lead. Came back to win this one. O's now 2-3. and three. Indians blank the Twins 2-0. Shane, don't call me Justin Bieber, strikes out 13. Ties a major league record in strikeouts for the first two starts of a season. That's interesting. That's just never happened in July, I guess, right? Red Sox over the Mets 4-2 at City Field. Christian Vasquez hits two dongs. Two more, at least, because he's been, uh, I believe that's 2-3 and three or 3-4. Three and four? Unbelievable. Anyway. Sox now 3-4, as are the Metropolitans. Braves over the Tampa Bay Rays 2-1. Max Freed dominates, retires first 14 Braves onto his first victory of the season. Braves and Rays both 4-3. Royals over the Tigers 5-3. My Dodgers over the Diamondbacks 6-3. Third straight win for the Dodgers. A.J. Pollock with a two-run homer. Corey Seager, Max Muncy with solo taters. Mariners over the Angels, 8-5. Mike Trout's on paternity leave. This is all good. They weren't going to win anyway. Mariners now 3-4 and four <laughs> on the season. Pod beat the Giants in extra innings, 12-7. <laughs> Not every day you get a whistle in the middle of a score read. Yeah, that one might be a first, actually. And then, of course, there were some postponed games, and uh, that's all your action from last night's Scoreboard Major League Baseball. Tonight, there's some hoops. I don't know why I thought Miami played tonight. They play tomorrow. They play tomorrow. Um, the yeah. Heat play, yeah, the Heat play tomorrow. Yeah, Sat Turd Day. Yeah. So, uh, Isaiah is now a hurricane. Isaiah is now a hurricane. They're expecting it to get to Category 2 eventually. Isn't that crazy? It's going to sideswipe us. But it's turning. It's already turning away. We're being a little laissez-faire, though. It's 48 hours prior to landfall, apparently, here, or 40 to 60 hours prior to landfall. I don't see anybody freaking out about it. We're getting the driest part of the storm. Like, there's nothing in the southwest quadrant of the storm, so that's the part we're going to get. Watch, bro. This is going to happen. It's going to be a normal, normal rainy day in South Florida. That's it. Why is freaking out, making me do all this crazy stuff? I don't whatever. think I'm going to get crazy about it. I know what I am going to do. As long as the cable doesn't go out, right? You Shout should out. be fine as long as you don't have a dish. Shout out to Xfinity. Tonight's matchups or today's matchups because they already get started. And I was wrong. They do play a couple of games at once periodically. They so they do, have multiple. They do today. So 2.30. And, and at one point, I think three games will be going on at once. I don't know how you do that. Orlando at Brooklyn. What the at? It's crazy. I almost don't feel like saying that. That's a 2.30 start. Grizzlies Trailblazers at 4. Suns Wizards also at 4. Celtics Bucks 
Kings and Spurs at 8. Rockets and Mavericks at 9 o'clock. Those are today's games. Looks like they have two courts. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're looking at the times that we're seeing pretty much. It looks no, it's three courts. You sure about that? Yeah, you have two 4 o'clock starts and there's a 2.30 game going on that's not going to be done in time for those 4 o'clock oh, starts. Fair enough, you're right. So it's got to be three. You're right. Then Saturday, I think by Saturday everybody will have had a game in. Am I right with that? Or, or will there still be teams that haven't played? I'm trying to look through right now. No, I think that'll make it happen there. My Well, remember, it's not all the teams anymore. No, no, you're right. So it should be everybody already. Put so then Saturday it's uh, Heat Nuggets, Jazz Thunder, Pelicans Clippers, Sixers Pacers, Lakers Raptors. This is going to get interesting. Now, what you have to do, we're, we're almost weirdly feeling this, but you have to check the standings. Manny, look at this. Pelican, play. Come on, Pelican. It's as strange as a Pelican, yeah, I guess. I've seen Pelicans fly before, says nobody. Have you ever seen a Pelican fly? Um, yes. Where? On uh, the ocean. Pelicans fly. I didn't say they don't fly. I'm saying where have you seen them fly? Oh, uh, standing on a pier, Fort Myers, Naples. The beach, diving into the ocean, scooping up fish. Okay. You've never seen that? I, I'm just asking, where have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it many times. Sarasota, Naples, standing off a pier, standing in the water, in a, on a boat. They usually fly really close to water, though. Yeah, and they dive in, and then they have that big scooping I feet. was expecting you to say, remember when we went fishing with DJ Laz? Did we see a pelican? Of day? course we did. Oh, I didn't remember that. I remember. Gosh. Hey, remember when we went fishing with DJ Laz? Yeah, man, that was cool. There. Those pelican. Manny, look at this. Pelican fly. Come on, pelican. <laughs> Dude, you think people in the NFL are starting to get worried? Actually, you know what? I, I'm, I'm more worried about college football. College football is the one that's going to be a problem. Because, like, now SEC came out saying that they're only doing conference games. Like, I'm really worried about a lot of these small school teams that, like, would get these uh, these matchups with these SEC schools and the ACC schools. Like, that kind of money kind of, like, helps that program. We're going to see a lot of sports being cut from a lot of programs that aren't going to be able to financially uphold it. We already heard from Michigan saying that they're going to lose close. I'm sorry, from Wisconsin saying that without football, they're probably going to lose close to $100 million. Can I ask you a question before we go to break? Sure. I want you to think about this when we go to break. So the players vote on the top NFL 100. Mm-hmm. And they voted, voted Mahomes fourth, Russell Wilson second, and Lamar Jackson one, with Aaron Darnold third. Who are your top three players in the NFL? Um, Mahomes. Was, I think Mahomes is number one right now. Uh, I'd put Jackson as number two. Wow, I don't know where we put number three. I'm okay putting Wilson three, although he could be four. I'm not going to put Aaron Darnold there. I don't know if Wilson's three. I don't know if the top three players in the league are all running are all quarterbacks. Well, Christian McCaffrey can make. That's who I was actually thinking. He can make an argument because of his versatility. That's exactly who I was thinking. There's a couple defensive players that can make us claim for being that impactful, but no, I mean, there's only a couple of selections. Where do they have McCaffrey on that list? Um, You know, I haven't checked, but uh, McCaffrey has to be in the top ten. You would think. You think, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, sort of, I, I'm curious to see where Brady is on that list, too. Oh, that'd be interesting to see. We'll talk about that on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. 
Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, he's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them and I thank them so much and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. What's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tango Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Serious XM 145 Slam Radio.
So I, I don't know, but Christian McCaffrey would be the guy that I'd have in my top, definitely in my top five. He'd be better than Darnold. And he'd be the three or four. I do think, after years of not thinking much of Russell Wilson, I think a lot of them now. You do understand that Russell, once upon a time, wasn't who he is today. Do people understand that? Or are people just assuming because of what he is today, they're going to assume that's what he was before? No, he wasn't. He's grown up. He's matured. More than grown up. He had a damn defense that could carry you as a quarterback. That defense statistically was better than those Ravens defenses and those Bears defenses. Well, that's what happened with Kaepernick. That was a damn good defense, too. That defense was sick. That's how Tebow won a playoff game. Not as good, but yeah, they won on defense. And smart and that wildcat nonsense. And he was kind of smart about how he ran. They were smart about how they ran the offense. Mm. Kudos to Josh McDaniel, I think, ran that offense for Correct. I just wonder, the way college football is repositioning their schedules and the things that they're doing, I think the NFL is obviously going to try to give it, just go forward, you know, mm-hmm. and deal with it accordingly. Um Is it evident that what NBA did is impossible to replicate in a league like the NFL? Yes. You can't bubble the NFL players. You can't bubble the NFL players. I mean, exposure is a lot different. There's more players on a playing field. Um, I'm confused. You know what I mean? How are we going to be able to pull the? And I say we very flippantly. How how is this going to be able to get pulled off? Well, even logistically, like it's easier to put a whole bunch of NBA courts within one facility. You have convention centers and stuff like that that you can put multiple courts. Um, football, there's no place necessarily that you can have multiple fields playing at the same time. And football, that sport, that all the games have to happen at the same time. Yes, actually, you're right. They all have to. It's not like you can sprinkle them around. Some play Friday, some play Thursday. No, they all happen at the same time. There's a reason why the schedule is made the way it's made. Towards the end of the season, you start playing with that a little bit. You start tinkering with that. And even that's why people aren't even that big of a fan of those Thursday night games. Because it, it it plays with the rest time and it plays with it plays with a lot. Thursday games are ne- unnecessary. I wish they'd get rid of them. Like it shows that statistically they underperform on Thursday games accord, uh, compared to the Saturday or even Sunday games. Off people of a, are still bothered by the Saturday game, but at least it's closer to a Sunday. But one team wins and one team loses on Thursdays, right? So one of the provisions should be you get to play a Thursday off a bye. That should be the number one thing, not the best matchup. That Thursday game should be relegated to teams that, you know, if you have two buys in a season, although I think they only have one. One. I would I would absolutely move for two, even if you have to start the week early. I don't know why they don't do two. Those people are getting banged up. You can use the licking of the chops. Mm-hmm. It buys you time. It makes things better. Um, my whole point is you, you give them two buys, and, and then they alternate. And put everybody to play one Thursday night game. One and everyone has one buy. That's a true two week buy, and the other one is a Thursday night buy. Where you play, you get a buy, and then you play Thursday. And so like it works like a, I mean, you buy yourself time. No pun intended. But um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lauren. <sighs> anyway, we got some good stuff cooking here at Slam Radio. I always like to brag about it. So August 10th is a Monday. Mm-hmm. So August 10th is a day I'm going to have our listeners circle the calendar. Tell me if you, uh, if you can do that for me. 
Because something big's going to be happening on August 10th. It's not that big, but it's big. You'll notice it's different, at least. So stay tuned. August 10th, Slam Radio. You'll be interested to know. Uh, oh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. It's going to sound great. Can't wait. So I, I'm just concerned that what happens four games into the season and teams start getting outbreaks. How do you mitigate that in football? What happened with the Marlins? How does that get resolved if it's the NFL? Well, I think the NFL is doing three tests. And I think in the NFL you can also do the, do the whole testing. I think you can do better testing in the NFL considering the fact because you can do testing earlier because it's not like an everyday thing. Baseball is an everyday occurrence. So baseball is kind of in a position, especially the Marlins right now, that they're going to have to get tested every game. So that's every day. That's nuts. But uh, the NFL is trying to do three tests, a three negative tests in order to play kind of deal. So, I mean, if they can do testing earlier in the week, then they can kind of try to control that a little more. Maybe maybe the NFL gets to a thing saying that teams have to be contained within a bubble within their own teams. That way that there's no outside interaction with anybody and they're the traveling and then they, they can try to contain that more than if they were just let the players roam free like they do in baseball. Yeah, but look what happened to the Marlins. Huh? That's why I'm saying this. That's why I'm saying this. Because you can contain these guys, you have your facilities, and you can contain these guys within hotels or whatever. So then that way they don't go anywhere. They're only really pretty much just kind of communicating and mingling with, uh, amongst themselves. Um, you can invite the families to come on by, but everybody has to be quarantined. Everybody has to be bubbled up. Everybody has to be quarantined. And you do your traveling, you go where you got to go, and you play your game, and you come back. But you know that that other team that you're playing has also been quarantined, has also been bubbled up. Well, that's just it. It's like I was watching basketball yesterday, and, you know, they're all, yuck, like, normal. Like, well, we haven't seen in six months anyone do it. I'm like, because they're all well, that's kind of cool because they know that none of them have this crap. Exactly. They get tested all the time. Right. So, you know, there's some, there's some yutzes that actually complain that how come the NBA gets so much access to tests when other people are trying to get tested? Three reasons. They're the NBA. Yeah. They pay for it. Yeah. And the bottom line is, don't give me this nonsense. If you need a test, you go get a test. There's many places you can go get the test. And it won't cost you a dime either. Oh, I, I drove by Tropical Park this morning, and his big old placard saying weather permitting free COVID tests. Mm -hmm. Now, however, oh, but the line is long. I oh, don't know. You, you want convenience, too. Oh, well, you might have to wait in line three hours, but you can get the test. Plus, I think once you get tested, you're not going to be, like, looking forward to ever doing that again. No. But Korean baseball is still coming out early in the morning. Do you still watch that? Um, I've kind of kept up with it a little bit. you got to be kidding me, right? I am. I just said not really. Anyway. I know they had some issues with the Korean government about uh, fans uh, honoring the CDC guidelines and stuff like that. Oh, look at that. Even traveling over there, this stuff, huh? That's right. Good. So, like, the, um, the uh, I forgot what team it was, but they allowed 10% capacity. So they Do started you forgot or you just don't know how to pronounce the team? One or the, uh, a little bit of both. Okay, thank you. I right. want to make sure. I'm not mocking anybody, but. You have it there? No, I'm not looking at oh, it. Okay. you got to be kidding me if you think I'm going to be looking up the Korean Baseball League. I'm going to look it up then. I'm going to try to pronounce it. You're nuts. You've lost your mind, bro. The Korean Baseball League? Are you for real? You're looking that up, and then you're not going to tell me if, like, today is National Dingbat Day or that's something. That's your day. That's your That's, that's your my day. stuff, huh? Yeah. So that's what I have to worry about around here, right? That's the Doosan Bears and the LG Twins. 
Yeah, you really, you actually are looking. Um, I looked it up. You're, I'm telling you. Crazy. So anyway, so they allowed 10% capacity of fans and um, with social gu- distancing guidelines and all that. Well, the fans weren't honoring it, so the Korean government told them, hey, that's it. Ax that. No more. Okay. South Korean government. Happy 62nd birthday to Mark Cuban. It's Mark Cuban's birthday today. You happy to hear that? No. Happy birthday, Mark Cuban. Oh, okay, I was making sure. <laughs> you seemed like a little whatever about it. No. Didn't seem like it mattered much to you. I got concerned. You're okay with it, right? Great. You said happy birthday to him, right? I don't want him getting mad. I did say happy birthday to him. All right, so we're good there. That's good. I just... Is that what you want? Ah, you something want like music? that. That's better. Uh, this is for you, Mark Cuban. By the way, you're my second favorite sports owner. Second favorite. Why? Who's your favorite? Mickey Harrison. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. But Mark Cuban is a G, man. He's an, he, he looks like an awesome owner. Yeah, man. I, I would do anything to have that guy on the show. I I think one of the only reasons I watch Shark Tank is because of him. Although their dynamics are great on that show. That show is very entertaining. Mark Cuban is insightful. He's a G. Happy birthday, Mark. Get that guy on the show. Wesley Snipes, born 58 years ago today in Orlando, Florida. Happy birthday, Wesley. Am I my brother's keeper? Dean Kane turns 54. Looks better than me. Happy birthday, Dean Kane. Is it Aries? I wonder if Gus Farratt still has a headache from banging his helmet <laughs> to the side of the wall yeah, when he played for the Washington football team. Whatever it is, happy 49th birthday to you, sir. Remember Chris Wenke? I remember Chris Wenke. Idiot that couldn't Wanky. couldn't give us a few touchdowns so that we could share a national title with them. Remember that? Old man Wanky. 13 to 2 that game or whatever it was. 89 today? It's 58 that I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's 48. <laughs> uh, he's, he, yeah, he's 48 today, actually. That's actually a little funny. I, I would not imagine he was that old. He's 48. My gosh. One quarterback that was in high school that was bald. So there's a rap song that uses the song uh, Amores Como Los Nuestro, right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Jerry Rivera did that song once upon a time. The original. Uh, Lord Tariq actually sampled Lord Tariq, that's who it is. So the guy who originally did it celebrating his 47th birthday in Puerto Rico today. Happy birthday, Jerry Rivera. I like this. Uh, uh. Remember Tim Couch, former number one overall draft pick in 99? He turns 43 today. (laughs) Football career didn't work out for him too much. It's Harry Potter's birthday. Did you know that? Who's? Harry Potter. Is it really? Or is it the author's name? No, no, it's Harry Potter. Oh, it's the actual fictional character that was played by Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter, I guess, in those movies. Has was born in 1980, yeah, on July 31st, and it's today, which means he turns 40. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter's not a kid anymore. Demarcus Ware turns uh, 38, former linebacker for the ni- Dallas Cowboys. Nine-time Pro Bowl. Else, that's it. Gosh, I thought there'd be more famous birthdays than that. It's 
right, so the birthday thing is over. Congratulations to you guys that are celebrating birthdays. I'm just saying. I love doing that. You like doing that? You think that's an inherent waste of time? Depends. I think it's good. I think it's okay. So if I tell you 48 years ago today, Dick Allen became only the seventh player in Major League history to hit two inside the park home runs in a game. Hit them both off of Burt. Burt, need to be home by 11. Otherwise, that was Burt by 11. <laughs> Stole that one from what's his name? Back, 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 back. ESPN, whatever. That's a funny line. Yeah, it is funny. Burt have to be home by 11. That's funny. Very, very funny. Oh, my God. And I remember a day like today, 42 years ago. Pete Rose gets a single off of Phil Necro, extending his hitting streak to 44 games, tying Wee Keeler's 81-year-old National League record. I remember that. Yeah, you were like 22. No, I wasn't that old. <laughs> this was also the day back in 81 where... By the way, this holds more value than the birthdays. You like, eh, you like this one? This holds more value. You don't like the birthdays. All right. This is history. You know, things actually happen. Birthdays, everybody has a birthday. 39 years ago today, the, players, the Major League Baseball player strike ended. And they got back to business. And they did it weird that year, but it worked out. That's the one I learned about like 10 days ago. Yeah. It worked out. It is what it is. So you like this better than the, uh, than the birthday. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a birthday. I mean, if you give somebody that maybe has passed or somebody that has like, like maybe like a Tom Hanks or like somebody that has like a lot of movies that is like a legend, then maybe it's a little different. But name random people, whatever. All right. So I'll take note of that. Those it's got to be a very special birthday to bring yeah. up. Should have just been Mark Cuban. I made it a whole segment because I like Mark Cuban. Right. But the on this days are better. See, Mark Cuban's a legend. Yeah. So like on this day, 26 years ago, Phil Rizzuto and Steve Carlton were inducted into baseballs. There you go. Like that one. Better. Right. All right. Come back from break. A little music, a little more of everything right here. On Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. That used to be my, uh, not a lot. You guys don't let me call it my bop, but that was my tune, bro. I would get in the car and go to the select club of the week. Week and the breaking news, Frank. Tell us. Friday's Cardinals Brewers game in Milwaukee postponed due to a positive coronavirus test, according to Buster Olney. So do you think that some of this stuff's just going to continue happening because it is? They got to find the way to How? Uh, that's what that's the problem that you get for not playing for not playing in a bubble. It's the issues that you come across. That's what the NFL is going to have those issues. That's why I had suggested what I had suggested earlier on in the show. Well, the bubble and the isolation and stuff, that is uh that's understandable. I, I it makes a lot of sense as evident we see for ourselves that the NBA seems to be pretty clean right now. I guess my point is, see if you go with me on this. You, you gotta, you've got to prepare for the notion that there's going to be some of this. Did you think it was going to be the whole season and nobody was going to test? Positive? No, absolutely not. I knew somebody was going to eventually so, uh, test positive. So in the grand scheme of things...
like, I'm not ready to get all uptight about it. I get it. But we know. We know what's going on, right? Like, we understand what's going on. We do. We do understand what's going on. It's, it's a virus that if you're not in great health and you're older, it affects you a lot more prominently from a deadly standpoint. You have to minimize the spread of it or, for that matter, its ability to strengthen amidst the spread. I think that's pretty clear, right? I don't think I'm sugarcoating anything by saying it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Good. Because that could be deemed as a political statement. No, I think you said it right. I think it was said correctly. Thank you, vocabulary. Yeah, you're welcome. However, with a big H, however, if you know this is going to happen, Frank, if you understand that this is going to be a part of doing this, then you take them out of the environment, you isolate them, you keep them away, and you move forward. Unfortunately, every time this dastardly thing happens, everybody's got to get tested. Yeah. That's what sucks about it. Some of these people can get tested 10, 12 times, maybe more. Well, I mean, I would think that they're getting tested even though they're not showing symptoms just to make sure that everybody's clean as they go on day to day. I just wonder if, if they're doing temperature checks or doing real tests. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I'm curious about that as well. I would think that they're doing. You would hope that they're doing actual tests, but maybe they don't have the access to all those tests, and they're doing temperature checks, tests, or temperature checks. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I got stuck between tests and checks. I noticed. Just a thing there. So uh, that game is canceled today. Hmm. Interesting. Tidbit of news. What's going to be interesting is if they decide to cancel the rest of the series like they did for the Marlins. That's what's going to be interesting. And then if baseball starts having this issue around and all of a sudden in from a 60-game season, all of a sudden teams are playing 45 games, what are we going to do then? Was it worth even playing this? I don't think it's p- appearing as that yet on the schedule. No, it's not. I'm obviously thinking ahead of... Uh, no, I'm talking of. about... So they canceled the Philly game, was it? The Philly game's already canceled. The Philly game was canceled yesterday. Miami game with Washington canceled. Through Sunday. Who? But then... Well, see, like, the Marlins are already, what, like, how many games are they losing? Like, seven games out of this entire entire suspension or so punishment? They're pow-pow time? I guess it's pow-pow time. So they're losing about seven games. So now all of a sudden, their season turns to a 53-game schedule. Maybe there are a certain amount of games. Maybe there's a few games that you can probably do double headers with because baseball is flirting with the whole seven games per game uh, sorry, it's an inning per game for a doubleheader uh, because they seem like they feel like there's going to be multiple doubleheaders coming on um, over the horizon. So instead of it being double nine inning games, they're trying to alleviate that a little bit by doing double seven inning games. So what happens to guys like Jack Flaherty or Brett Anderson who are scheduled to start today? Do they miss a start? Do they start later? I don't know how. You would that think that they're pushed back a game because then they can't, you can't wait for their next start because then their next start is going to be almost two weeks since their first start. Or previous start. Got some rivalry stuff going on in Major League Baseball starting today. Yankee Stadium. It's the Red Sox and the Yankees. Weber on the mound for the Sox. Montgomery taking the hill for the Yankees. 7 p.m. first pitch. The Metropolitans travel to Atlanta. SunTrust Field, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Porcello for the Mets. Sean Newcomb on the hill for the Braves. 7-10 first pitch. It's the Reds. Going to Detroit. 
little Motown action. 7-10 first pitch, Luis Castillo on the mound for the Reds. Spencer Turnbull will get the nod for the Tigers. Tampa Bay Rays go to Baltimore. They face the O's at 7.35 tonight. Blake Snell for Tampa Bay. Alex Cobb on the hill for the O's. Chai Sox, Kansas City, 8.05 first pitch. Dallas Keuchel taking the hill for the Chicago White Sox. Chris Bubik gets to start for the Royals in this contest. 8-10 first pitch, a couple of games. San Diego at Colorado, Richards versus Gray. And Cleveland at Minnesota, Clevenger faces Dobnak. 8-15 first pitch, Wrigley Field. It's the Pirates and the Cubs. Trevor Williams on the mound for the Pirates. You Darvish gets the ball and the nod for the Cubbies. 9 p.m. first pitch has Texas at San Francisco facing the Giants. Giants don't know who's going to start for them yet. Mike Miner taking the mound for the Rangers. There's more breaking news, isn't there? More breaking news. Now there's multiple members that have tested positive for the coronavirus. Where? Uh, in St. Louis. For uh, the Cardinals. Multiple members of the Cardinals. One source told ESPN's Jesse Rogers that if what is happening with the Cardinals had occurred before the Marlins outbreak, Friday's game would not be, can- uh, would not be canceled. So they're obviously doing this as a... As a um, it's called precautionary. Thing. That's the word. I couldn't think of it. They don't want exactly what happened to the Marlins to happen to the Cardinals. Out of Und- understood. Interesting. Hmm. More activity. Astros go to Los Angeles to play the Angels. Lance McCullers will get the start for the Cheaters. Matt Andres. <laughs> on the rubber for the Angels. That's a 9-10 first, cheat, first pitch. Dodgers. My Dodgers face the Diamondbacks at 940. Tony Gonsolin starting for the Dodgers. Zach Galen for Arizona. Your A's travel to Seattle to face the Mariners, 940 first start. Sean Manea on the mound for you guys. Tijuan Walker on the mound for the Mariners. You good? Go A's. Go A's. We'll come back from break. Uh, youth today at 11. Correct. Stuff coming down the pike on the station, including new shows and, well, just new, right? Correct. Don't you like the smell of a new car? I do. I love it. The scent of a new car just exhilarating. New. The challenge is, is how to keep that smell around. New. By being new. By refreshing. Staying on cutting edge. You feed me pandemic, I feed you new. <laughs> you feed me quarantine, I feed you new. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad (laughs) joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 
This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos. I remember going one time during my honeymoon. We did the whole entire um, Today Show, and I wanted to go. I wanted to come out on TV, and I got my wife up early, and we got there an hour and a half before the show started, and I'm like, this is going to be great. We're going to be the only ones there. We're going to come out on TV. We couldn't get anywhere near the cameras. So I can't even make this up right. Five years ago, we stayed right on Times Square, the marquee. You could see Good Morning Amigo from uh, Good Morning America from my... That's funny. <laughs> That's a promo. Good Morning Amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, Wow, you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, Frank. Yo, Larry. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm all right. Are you now? Hey, I'm all right. Hey, how you doing?
Hey. Good morning. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Good morning, amigo. On Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio coming up after this. 11 o'clock will be the youth. Did you know? You know what today is, right? Since you said you don't like the birthday thing. You get all huffy-puffy about the birthdays. I do know t- what today is nationally because it's one of my favorite foods. <sighs> then you know. Damn it. National Avocado, avocado Day. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's National Avocado How Day. How perfect. Me and wifey, we decided to do our Saturday tropical storm dinner. Because since we're not going to be able to go. She's anymore. not panicking that much then. Brianna brought us some avocados. So I'm making homemade guacamole and we're making tacos. So it's going to be taco night at the Fernandez cabin. Tonight. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But today is the day. I know, but we can ex- we can extend it. I figure you have nothing better to do tomorrow than wait out a storm. When national, Which is when not national, coming. When National Day happens on a weekend, one of the three days, you celebrate it the entire weekend. I see. I, I understand what you're saying. It's like my wife's approach to birthdays. <laughs> So it's National Avocado Day. I don't know if you know this about avocados. 53 and a half million pounds of guacamole is consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. Did you oh know that? God. Think about that for a second, dude. Wow. 53.5 million pounds of guacamole on How Super Bowl Sunday. How can they calculate that? How is it possible for them to I calculate that? I have no idea. I call Alade. You call BS? <laughs> Absolutely. How are they, how is how is how are they gonna be able to how are they gonna be able to determine gonna that? Be all right, bro? How are they gonna be? Look, hold on a minute. Get how your breath, gonna, bro. How are they gonna be able to determine <laughs> this? All right. So maybe they count by how much packaging of avocado is sold that yes. way. Maybe. But yes. then you have the people that make their homemade <laughs> avocados. But so oh, let's mm-hmm. start charging the people that buy avocados. Okay, what about the people that have avocado trees? Dude, can you imagine how much flatulence happens after 53 and a <laughs> half million pounds of guacamole is consumed? It's a fleshy fruit produced from a single ovary. I didn't know I would be talking about ovaries and avocados. An avocado is actually a berry. Did you know that? No, I did not. Ah. You learn something new every day. Yes. I don't know about the single ovary thing, but... like, am I, I mean, it looks like... I'm crude if I... That's what I was going to say, and then I know that any woman listening right now... Whatever. It would be like, like really, Larry? You take out the seed of it. It looks. It kind of looks like it. How about our pseudo-producer, Yendi? She works from her house. She puts a song, plugs us in. Mm-hmm. And, and well, she's going to... She she can't run the board because she's all wherever she's at. Right. right? And shout out to her... I believe her husband works at home with her too. Like I think like they have to be in separate parts of the house and they like she's a guru. That's all I'm gonna say. She's like she's the bee's knees. But she likes sports and the MPP. Yes. Lately she's been the MPP because I've spit all these facts out. You think I'm actually that smart? Yeah, actually, I thought you were that smart. Sometimes I am. But when it comes <laughs> to avocados, remember when Brianna Pretty brought the avocado? Cool. You remember, she got the avocados, right? She did. That day, my daughter was here. That's why the avocados went home. She did. And, the, and by the way, the reason why I picked Saturday, part of the reason why is because the avocado no está maduro. Like, they're not ready yet. I guess ripe is the word in English. They're not right? ready. You know, I personally can do the Haas avocado, but I can't get over looking at that thing that looks so spoiled and having to pay a buck, a buck fifty for each. Yeah, no. And then you it's have to the eat best. it that day or the it's day after. It's the best. It's the best. I know it is. It's absolutely. But you have to eat it that day yes. or the day after. It's not to you put wait it. two days and you can't. You're done. It's got to You can't go out. shopping Black. on a Sunday and then be like, oh, this is for dinner on Thursday. Because by that time, it, it's it. It's gone. A lot of well-known facts, not well-known facts about avocado. Um, they contain you, Mr. Marathon Man, that you're training as you drink that shake. 
uh, I'd like to enlighten you that they contain the most protein and fiber of any fruit because yes, they, they are do. considered a fruit. Yes, they do. That single ovary thing must have, that's an interesting dynamic there. I'm a little mesmerized on a Friday with that. You come to me Friday towards the end of my show, and we're talking avocados and ovaries, and I'm like, hmm, okay, I'll figure it out. Um, you know what it is good to eat with a little bit, but it's you guys that like the Cuban avocados. I don't know. I, I've seen people do it. The one thing that's aligning, if you slice it thin and a little bit of that olive oil, but that's not good for you, you see? Mm-hmm. That's not good for you. A little bit of salt. But, but anything with tuna, those pretty good, doesn't it? Tuna? I would imagine that has to go pretty decent with tuna, based on what my palate's telling me and what Yenti's telling me. Just saying. Interesting. I'll try it. Yes, since you're going to be doing something like that. Can you tell me how many varieties of avocados there are? Don't go, don't go look, don't you dare look it up. Guess three. One, the one two. that you eat. No. How many varieties? We know we've talked about two. How many do you think there are? Oh, let's say six. 1,062 varieties of avocado. Did you know that? I was so close. Uh, we're almost there. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Gator guac. Uh, gator guac. Why is, you see, she was doing good. Until That's it, I'm done. She I'm said done. something that I'm said done. gator, and she actually capitalized the G in gator. She doesn't understand the rule here. For good morning, amigo, is all uh, any gator reference is lowercase and referred to as the gator. Not, bro. Uh, not, no, the gator. Bro. Anyway, in Jamaica, avocados were once called alligator pears. Mm. Okay, I mean, they kind of do look like a pear. Alligator, yeah. I can see why they call the it skin, alligator. Because the skin, especially the hoss. I, I, I get fair it. Enough. It's fair. That's creative, actually. That's creative. one of the more creative names I've ever heard. And what's funny is I bet you that that alligator pear has a seed bigger than the brain of that alligator. Absolutely. About, since it's only about eight millimeters in thing. Facts. I'm not implying they're stupid or That anything, was a factual whistle. But that's a factual the gator move. <sighs> High in foliate avocados are thought to prevent the formation of brain tangles thought to cause Alzheimer's. Now, we don't laugh anymore. Now, we're talking business here. Yes, sir. Now we're up my alley here. Now, all of a sudden, my indifference towards avocados might change. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. I bet you Lauren eats a lot of avocados. She's in great shape. Apparently, her and my daughter, they're just tickled pink about each other. Two girls in the national radio world. So cute to see them talking on Zoom and, and collaborating and jiving. Yeah, man, avocados have a high amount of potassium which when combined with the omega-3s and oleic acids that they concern, they can reduce blood pressure, bitch. I have a feeling. Don't even remember telling you I've had a couple of headaches or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check my blood pressure. I have a feeling my blood pressure is up. I need you to ask her if you can eat avocados every day or if that's bad for you. I, that's a good question to ask. I'll find out if you can or not. I've heard you're not supposed to, but whatever. You know how they say, like, you can't eat eggs every day because it raises your cholesterol Correct. or whatever. Unless you just eat the egg whites. So like avocados, one of those uh, avocados, one of those fruits that I can legit buy a few, and I can literally have one or some of the one every single day. Oh it's boy. that good. I love it. Like I, you leave me in a private in a in a, in a deserted island. Avocados, one of my three things that I'll take. We have a problem, Frank. Why is that? This is why we have to we 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 have to do due diligence around here, and I I've made a huge error in judgment here. I don't know what's more important that that. No, no. Apparently, she's a gator. Oh, no. Yeah. She was doing so well. We were doing so well until she puts Go Gators on here. <laughs> All capital, too. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're breaking my heart. But, you know, there's something. Yeah, yeah. She, 
don't know if she's drunk at 10 in the morning, but <laughs> It's Friday. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. It's Friday day. Yeah. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. We're fried today. Shout out to Serena across the pond. We're going to do a segment with her. That's it. Tried to reach her last night. It was too late. She listens to every second of this thing. Every second. My goodness. Yeah. She sends me things that happened that I forgot Unreal. that happened. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to forgive Yendi. Is that cool? That's fine. I'll forgive her. You know, I have some of my best friends that unfortunately are the part of the gator. No. Uh, I have a handful of gators that I like. She proves herself that maybe she'll fit in that handful. Shout out to Albert and Tyrion. <laughs> Albert and Tyrion, my boy. Love you, Albert. There's a few gators that I like. Tim Tebow. Shout out to Tim Tebow. Not him. Mike Miller. Come on. Mike Miller. Come on. Udonis Haslam. Shout out to Udonis Haslam. He's a gator. Tim Tebow. You're going to tell me you don't like Tim Tebow? Frank. Frank, watch it. All right, so I'm the guy that yelled at him. Listen, as a football no, no, player, no, 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 no. Tim Tebow. I don't someone, know. Someone that my daughter in 25 years from now would bring home. Timothy, T- Timothy Tebow. I would call him Timothy just to troll him. 100% I would call him Timothy. Hey, Tebow. Hey, Tebow. Canes for Tebow. And he, goes, he looks at me like this. I hate the Gator, but I love you, Tim. And that place roared when I said that. And he went like this. That was cool. Nice guy. That was a fan moment. I wasn't, and I was a member of the media when I did this. I know he's I, a nice guy because he lets people take a picture next to him throwing up to you, and he laughs about it. He's, I'm sorry. I don't even let anybody say anything bad about Tim Tebow around me. Isn't that weird? I have another favorite Gator. Who? Shannon Crowder. Yes! Give a shout out. That's another you guy. You can give yourself a whistle that, right that's now. Another guy. That's another guy that if you take a picture with him, throwing up to you, he just cheesing from me. Channing Crowder He's is amazing, bro. We got to get him on the show. I know he gets busy and he does his own thing before he jumps on with Hawk. Well, I think these summer months he has a different type of schedule. Well, yeah, he does because he just had a baby. Congrats to you. That's right. He did. He did, actually, yes. Not that long ago. He just no, came back it was recently. Family. It was when I went to go to, uh, to Delaware Chicken. He had just had the baby, I think. He's an awesome Gator. There, I'll say it. That, that's fine. And, and Brock Berlin is an awesome former Gator, then became a Kane. He realized he saw his well, ways. he's not a Gator. He's a Kane. He's a Kane, especially what he did to them and the old girl. <laughs> Do you know how close I was to him when he did that? Yeah, you've told me. Frank, I'm, I might have been closer to him when he did that than I am to you right now. That's pretty crazy. That's nuts. Did you see him do it? Frank, I was in the end zone because uh-huh. I had a field pass. We weren't supposed to be in the end zone. This big, tall Miami cop saw me. He goes, come, come, because I had a media pass. So he wasn't trying to throw me out or anything. He goes, come, come, come. And he put me in the back end. He goes, the view's wonderful here. I said, are you kidding? He goes, stay with me. We'll chill. I was like, oh, my God. And then, these, and then I stayed the whole time. He gave me a high five. Um, it's from there where I ran to the middle of the field and I came out on national TV behind Lynn Swan. But, but as you know, he came to that end zone because that was the bleachered end zone that they had built for, for the Gator that wanted to see the whooping. Um, and he went and did that. And I'm telling you, Frank, he was closer to me than you are right now. Fact. And when people ask me, what's your favorite moment? What's your favorite hurricane moment? There's so many. That's my that's on my Mount Rushmore because I was right there. Right. Well, my one of mine is in that game, which is the beginning of that game. So yours was the end of the game. Mine was the beginning of the game, which was when Hester took it to the house. You know, someone texted me. Tebow weighted career average is six thousand nine hundred eighty fourth overall since nineteen sixty. I Meaning he sort of sucked as a pro. Yeah, we knew that. D- do you understand my argument that he's the greatest college football player of all time? 
I think he's the greatest college fullback of all time. I think he's the greatest college football player of all time. And you just got to look at the resume. There's a couple of people that can challenge it, and I have great arguments to beat them. Think about the Kane defending Tim Tebow in this argument. It's odd. But you know that when I believe in something, this is like when I used to tell people Tony Romo's first four full seasons as a quarterback were better than anybody in the history of football. You're crazy. I remember Salguero, you're nuts. I did this long spreadsheet where I took all the greatest quarterbacks and I took the numbers and 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 he was top three in every category against <laughs> this list of quarter. He looked at me and goes, Are you did this? I go, Yeah, man. I wasn't having I know what I'm telling you. <laughs> and I, and no one realized that. Wow. I was only used to beat the point that Vinny Testaverde had like more yards than everybody but five people in the history of the game. Well, that doesn't make him a Hall of Famer. Actually, yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't care how he distributed over 23 years. Yeah, it does. He's a compiler. Uh, that means you have to stay healthy and be successful to compile because you can't play 23 years if you suck. Even if you're marginally good, to get that many yards, you have to have had some playing time. I'm sorry. I'm going with the you're a Hall of Famer. And people think I'm crazy. I have a different way of looking at things. Oh, of course, Yandy. Yandy, he's cute. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> you know, I, they, we're going to set Don't we have a text machine? Yeah, we do. We got to set it up. We're going to start. That, we're gonna, that's going to come out on the 10th. Up, I got to take it out. The 10th. Right. Part of the whole new. That works. How new happens. Hmm. Start pumping the number out there. Someone chimes in. He has faith. I like people who walk around with hope and faith. Good role model. These people actually listen to my show today. That's crazy. Go figure. I just don't like how much he pushes the faith. He doesn't. Stop. Yes, he does. How come I don't hear him push? Because the every because whenever he has the opportunity, to, oh, I want to thank God and stuff. Because he, he likes to thank, thank God. God. Every time. I thank you a lot. I believe and I have my. Don't faith I thank you a lot? I don't. I'm not thanking God every single Frank, time. Thank you, bro. Thank you for not letting me quit on this sh stuff. I almost said a bad word. I know you do, and things thank happen you. for a reason. Thank and you, I believe bro. About uh, the Lord. So Almighty do you like? All do that. you not like that? I thank you for that. I do. You know who else I thank? I understand your point because I do it quietly in my room or quietly in my private time. I thank God. I thank God. Like, look, like the Come whole, on, man. like the Tebow Neil, like Tebow was doing that because he believes in the faith, in the faith. But, but now it became blasphemous when everybody's going around and doing the Tebow, taking pictures and just kind of laughing about it. That's kind of what bothered me. So Tebow, by pushing all the faith that he always pushes out, made people kind of laugh about it and, and it became a mockery. You can kneel whenever you want, but I sort of don't mind him kneeling for I God. Never did the Tebow, and it's not because I didn't oh, want to do God. the Tebow. It's because I looked at that as a totally different thing. I'm telling you, I don't mind you kneeling for God. But don't do it for a meme. You're right. You're right. Or even for a pickup on Instagram. You're right. Right, because memes weren't a big deal back then. It was just the whole Tebow challenge. You guys want to plank, plank. Do whatever you got to do. Do the whole to jump out of the car while it's moving. If you want to crash your car, be my guest. But there was no reason to make that blasphemy. I think I've lost it. No, you haven't. I just, you know what? I, the one thing I don't have a problem with is someone saying they love God. So don't, don't get me wrong. You know me very well. When do I ever push faith on anyone? Well, you don't. And you do say that you love God and stuff like that, but you don't do it so much that I feel like you're just trying to cram it down my throat every single time that you Correct. have a microphone. Yes. It's not like every single time you come on, you never say it, but it's not like every other show you're like, oh, I want to no, thank God. But I like because it. then I'd feel like, Larry, I think you're going a little but over let's the top. Say, let's say I did that because I do it quietly. 
Some people say things out loud. Do you know that? But and you I don't mean quietly, to make this. And nobody hears you. But and I don't I'm mean on top to make of this you. religious. But I'm next to you all the time, all day. <laughs> I'm next to you all day. That's what she said, right? <laughs> but I never hear you say it. I got you. But do you know that because I'm so tepid about, not my faith, but about imposing my faith on others, right? I'm very quiet about it. But do you realize that the very Bible, and you can take it for what it's worth. I interpret it my way. I don't stand atop Mount Olympus and scream, I love God, I love Jesus. But guess what? I do. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not gonna have I'm not making any excuses for that one. But I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of idolatry. If there's one person, one being I'm going to do that with, it would most likely be God. And I'm just thinking out loud here, right? But at the end of the day, I'm quiet about it. But there are those who take their faith and feel it spiritually in that way. And Frank, it can annoy us sometimes. There's times like, I'm not up for this today. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not up for this today. Like, I'm not. Remember, one of my best friends is a pastor. Okay? And I am um, I'm guarded with how I go about it because I don't mean to offend anybody because there's different religions, there's different faiths, there's different ways of looking at it, and I generally don't get into that uh, conversation. But there's a good point. Like, it's not just Jesus and God. Good, good point in these texting. Buddha's my buddy. Allah is awesome. Hare Krishna is happy. Jesus is my homeboy. It's like I have no problem when someone you have faith uh, Within your faith, you pray to, I'm, listen, I'm not, I've gone to the seminary and I'm not that guy. So I take a back seat. You want to argue about sports? You got to fight with me. Because I forgot more sports, than, more sports than most of you will ever know. Sorry if that sounds a little presumptuous and a little bit arrogant, but it's true. I'm not telling you I'm smarter than you. I just know more sports than you. Particularly baseball, basketball, and football. And other people, oh, this guy's full of crap. Maybe. Maybe. But at the end of the day, you love Jesus. You're good. We good. It's all good, man. It's all good. Plus, during these times, don't we need a little of that? Right, Frank? So, Slammy the Lizard. I never told you what happened. Slammy, yeah, well, sorry. I was just... So, so yeah, the wife is a terrible sport. Bro. Come on, really? Dude, I, so I had it in the cup. I put it inside my toolbox. Yeah. In the car. I came in with my toolbox to the house, quietly brought the kids. They were going to film it. I set the toolbox down. She heard too much silence. Oh, no. And so came out and goes, what up. are you doing? What are you no, sneaking wait. around? I said, can you go back over there? I'm just talking to the kids. I'll be with you in a minute. What are you up to? So I do it. I turn on my line. I go, we're going we're gonna to do an Instagram live. I have a surprise for you. Oh, no. And she goes, no. And she turned on my She just said no? No, I don't want any part of that. Oh my God! This was the opportunity. You, so we, this is what we need to do. But no, no, we no, need no, to no, have no. An empty don't box. sweat it. Don't sweat it. I turned off the camera, and I did the exact same thing. She turns purple and then yellow. She literally almost screamed at me to get it out of the house. I go, but it's it's fine. I, go, I might keep it as a pet. <laughs> you will do it. So even though. <laughs> We didn't get to see it. I got to see it. And I got the satisfaction of making the, the, the skin crawl and the goosebumps rise. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I say, hold on. Well, I've been a lizard hunter for over 20 years now, bro. It's ridiculous already. What I think you should do is you should buy like a bracelet and keep it in the box. 
And so then that way, you keep it there for a rainy day. So then every time they can tell her, oh, there's a surprise or whatever, keep it in your back pocket. So when she says no, you take out the box and be like, okay. And then you can walk away. And then you mess with her mind. This is the way trolls work, right? You mm -hmm. mess with her mind. And if she says yes, then you pull out plan A. So the bracelet will be plan B. Yeah, I can't do that. Come on, amigo. You have to learn how to troll, bro. Oh, I'm a good troll. <laughs> Don't you know? I'm a really good troll. I'm an excellent troll. You are. You're pretty good. I think I'm better. My goodness. So, yeah, she um, she didn't go too well with it. She didn't like it. So, w I did film his release. Yeah, I did see that on, on Instagram. And it, w it felt so good. Did it? Be a man, Slammy. I was we'll always be proud of you. I was cringing. You ever see that Family Guy episode that they release like something like into the wild? Be like, now you're free into the wild, and then they turn around and this bald eagle just flies and just grabs it from the air and then takes it. I've seen that episode, which is hysterical. <laughs> I knew that you were going there, and I haven't seen many of those. I legit but I saw was that cringing. one. I was like, oh and my that god, was so. Well, I was waiting for a big one to come and just eat it because like, he was. Don't let this happen. And I assume it's a male, but I said he. I call him Slammy. You called him Slammy. You said he. Looking around, and he was almost like, "What am I doing here? I've never been on mulch before. What is this?" <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the other thing too. Like, imagine being that lizard, right? So you're like strolling through the hood here in Little Havana. You walk up this building. Somehow you end up in the sixth floor at a radio station, and then before you know it, you end up in a cup, and then from the cup you end up in a dark hallway, and then from that dark hallway you end up in some, in some sort of mechanism that's moving really, really, really fast. And then when they take you out of this cup. Now you're like in a totally different universe. <clears throat> Amigo's not vibing with me. Well, I got some inside information on something. On, on the gator? It, we can't go to break because we're so late into it, right? But by the way, depending on the species of a lizard, according to our informational track system here at Good Morning Amigo, we seem to have the best, the cutting edge at this stuff. A lizard's lifespan is almost 50 years, depending on the species. You know, it pains me to say this, not if you live, not if you come hanging out in my house. First of all, I did notice the lizards around my crib, boy, they are Usain Bolt compared to any other lizards I've seen. I don't know if it's because they're around the power lines and they're electrified. I don't know what the heck it is. These are highly lizards. It's the Cuban coffee. That's what it is. Yes. I knew there had to be a reason. <sighs> I'm surprised you didn't try to defend your home. Sorry, unincorporated Dade lizards. Yeah, but that's a Hialeah scent. I think it's a Hialeah scent. You can smell Hialeah from my house. Oh, why? Because it's not, that, it's not that close, according to you. It's four miles. Oh, yeah, but you still smell the scent of the coffee out there? I've been told that through the pictures and through analysis, we've had some people... Uh, come back to me with the information that Slammy was or is. Listen to me, was. I'm assuming he's been eaten and he's gone. Uh, Slammy, our mascot, is a Mediterranean gecko. Do you know what? We need to do. We need to do Slam radio spots, and somebody has to be the voice of Slammy. Oh my goodness, are you serious? Yes. Yes, I'm having a Michael from the Office moment. Yes. <laughs> this is exactly what we're going to do because I said so. We are 100% doing this. The voice will be in here in a couple of days. We'll get the voice to voice it over. I will map it all out. Tell you, I need you to cut this disc. Go. I love when he comes up and he's like, we're going to have we're gonna have a meeting. This might be borderline inappropriate, but... And then he says whatever he's got to say. And I'm like, bro, if you're telling yourself that this might be borderline inappropriate, then it's not a good idea to say it. He, so I'm on season five. 
like episode 12. How far ahead of you am I? Yeah, you're like a whole season ahead of me. I'm on four. I, like, I don't remember what I saw yesterday. Probably the episode after the dinner party. Oh, the episode that Michael goes to hang out and party with Ryan. Was that epic? <laughs> was that crazy? Kept on going. Did you see when he night. asked for the potato skins and I forgot and the he wanted something to, to munch yeah, on? Chicken t- he goes chicken tenders or something. He goes, we don't serve food at this at this establishment. And he goes, all right, so I'll have a cup of olives and a cup of berries or whatever he said. And, and and the Chinese guy was awfully awkward and weird, wasn't he? Yeah, there was a little the little guy, the Hobbit. Yeah, but there was, <laughs> <laughs> was there a little sexual tension there? Or was I'm just being a, a clown? I think so. I think so. Like, very, are we gonna discover that Ryan plays on both teams or something? I don't know, man. I think he was just, you know, inebriated. He looked too happy to see Michael. I don't think. That, I think that was the liquor talking. So you know, I'm getting a lot of lizard details right at the end of the show. This is amazing. Of course, you would from a gator. Well, but I <laughs> was good, Frank. You good? <laughs> So you know we were talking about uh, these, these 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 lizards that they have tree trunks for for tails that they look like they're hybrids or hybrid species of lizards. Remember we talked about it? Where did these mega lizards come from? Remember we talked about that once? Yes, I that remember. I remember the lizards when we were kids were thin and, and slimy, and then these things are like huge. They look like mini alligators and dragons. Right. All right. <laughs> Those jacked up lizards with the curly tail are from the Bahamas, from Cuba, and from the Cayman Islands. You know how they got here? They swam here. They smuggled them here, dude. Oh, my next guest was a, ra- I guess was a raft. They sm- Who smuggles that? Why? What's the purpose of that? They did a good job of smuggling because you see them everywhere, everywhere. now. Everywhere. They're all over the place. 15 years ago, you didn't see one of those. They're all over the place. They're so big that the times it runs in front of your car and you see it. That's how big they are. And their tails go up, and then they curl up. Curl up. The curly tail. <laughs> We're talking about lizards. I, I, you know, she upset me yesterday. We had such a great opportunity. I'm trying to pick up my IG game. You know what I mean? What does that mean? You're going to see. I'm going to do some more stuff on my Instagram Live and my Instagram. Remember what we did with the Holy Cat Lady Chronicles? Yes. Stuff like that, only I'm just going to do stuff. China has these scientifically created invader lizards with seeds, with seeds, or they, what is it? invader species seeds to mess up our agriculture. I don't know if lizards have anything to do with that or not. Maybe those are the lizards by, uh, by my crib. Just saying. Coming up next is the youth. <laughs> I imagine it's Nicole today, right? Uh, I think your daughter's there. Your daughter and Nicole are both on there. Look at that. The dynamic duo together again. I've been doing separate shows. It's a summer schedule. You know how that works. Right. But Amanda's going to say goodbye soon. Summer here, summer there. I get it. Amanda's got maybe two weeks on that show. We're weaning her off of it as it is over the last two You're going to fire her? No. The youth is a student program. She is the program director and no longer a student at SLAM. I got a good laugh from from them. So obviously the, the invader species has nothing to do with lizards, but just funny how you can send stuff from other places and affect, you know? That's crazy. Illegal animals. Yeah, didn't they do that with the big old uh, that's what I, people bought those big ass 
iguanas. Hold on a second. So, so and they didn't like them, and then they just let them off in the wild, and then we're stuck having a. Yeah, it's bad. We're gonna do a little bit of crosstalk here since we Why? have like two and a half minutes because I'm getting yelled at by them. Like they're giving me like lizard lessons on how to say it, and they're like, "He's killing me. You need to let me talk for myself." Who's this? Uh, Idania Nicole. How strange. Me. Yeah, right. Extremely strange. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good morning. Hi. You're what? saying it wrong. What am I saying? You're saying invaders. It's invasive. No, it's sending invader species. Invasive species. It's invasive species. Okay. Sir, I work at a zoo. With all due respect, it's invasive species. Is it really? To so be fair, that's one of the reasons why I allowed her to do the crosstalk. Because if not, I probably would have just been like, yeah, whatever, who cares? <laughs> so did I say iguanas correctly? <laughs> or did I say that wrong yeah. too? Did I, did I say Mediterranean yeah. gecko correctly? Because I'm going to make sure, since you're yeah. an expert with animals and you corrected me with that, when you screw up the English language, since I'm a wordsmith, I'm going to make sure I get you back for this. You're a little older now, young lady. Now you run this station on the student level. That means uh, you're going to get pow pow. Not pow pow. I can't do pow pow, but you're going to get the wagging of the finger. And by the way, legally, you can't yeah, do Yeah, legally. Well, I could give her a C in the grade book, and that's pow pow. You wouldn't dare. I wouldn't do I would that. cry. By the way, you are right. It is invasive. It's not invader. I read <laughs> it wrong. I don't mind being corrected by you guys. All right. That's good. It's all good. Did you think when you popped in, I'd be talking about lizards? Earth? Yes. Oh, you did think that. Hello, program director. How are you? Hi. Hello, student program director. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Hello, student general manager. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Dude, that is like the hierarchy of all hierarchy. Those are the three probably... Most decorated Slam Radio students. It's incredible if you think about those three ladies are on the air together today. It is so awesome. Do I have a little Mario in the house? Mario is a gem. You and, have Mario in and the a house. legend. Yes. A legend. He keeps growing. Came by the crib like a month and a half ago. I was like, uh, what happened? Give me back Mario. I used to lose his phone in seventh grade. Mario's kind of a legend. <laughs> how about the little yes. how about the little guy who's not so little anymore? Is he there or is he sleeping? Nah, he's not. He's not joining today's show. Yeah, he's a little tired. I, I had him building stuff with me last night. He was a G last night, bro. Uh, don't talk bad about him. He... <laughs> Yendi with her final text of the week. It's always best to correct people in a gentle tone, though. I don't know if that's meant for me or for Idania. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> They know I go at them hard, Yendi. So that might be for Idania, who came at me tough. Idania's a fighter, boy. I love Idania. I have the... Th and it's like Charlie's Angels with the three of those, huh? The father, the son, those are guys. Father, son. I mean, Holy Spirit is agnostic of sex, I think. I could get corrected on that, too, since I'm not a... I am, a little bit. Wow, we got baseball back. We got basketball back. We're talking football. We got a weekend of stuff. When we come back, we could talk some more. Oh, my God. I am all huffy and puffy. It's so warm in here. I'm taking off my shirt. Have a great weekend. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.